0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a Big Party Show on Channel 941.
0: Uh, OPS issued a statement reminding people that buses may be running late this morning. Yes, school is in session for Omaha Public Schools, uh, but those buses due to the slick streets and the snow could be a little bit later than usual. So, so dress asking.
2: accordingly. You might be kind of waiting for that bus, yeah. but don't wait forever. If you wait right. too long, go get shelter.
0: Past 15 minutes. If they're fit, more than 15 minutes late, head back to shelter and, and you know, um, Did you guys?
3: Did you guys take buses uh, as a...
2: I walked. I, I you walked. Walk? Okay. I was lucky to live close enough within walking distance. And then by high school, you had a, you, you had shared a, a, a ride yeah. and everybody mm-hmm. all had some high school kid drive you.
0: So uh, we lost President George H.W. Bush on Friday. He is 94 years old and Air Force One is going to be called Special Air Mission 41 when it carries the former president's body from Texas to Washington, D.C., um, so they said it was a beautiful day in Texas, ceiling and visibility unlimited. So
2: listen to his final day. He hadn't been doing well. And then in these final days, uh, he pepped up when his friend James Baker showed up, the former chief of staff. There he is. Uh,
1: but that last day was really, uh, a, a very, very gentle and uh, peaceful passing for him. Uh, he ate a big breakfast, ate three eggs and yogurt and two fruit drinks and everything. He hadn't been eating much. When I showed up at 7 o'clock in the morning, one of the aides who uh, assisted him said, Mr. President, Secretary Baker's here. And he opened both eyes. He looked at me and said, hey, Bake, where are we going today? (laughs) And I said, well, Heffy, I said, we're going to heaven. He said, "Good. That's where I want to go." Wow.
3: Here's here's also uh, Mr. Uh, James Baker speaking of uh, his last uh,
1: last words. Uh, they got all the kids on the phone, and uh, each one of them spoke to him, and he spoke back or mumbled back anyway. And then they got forty three on the phone, and forty three said, "I love you, Dad," and uh, and, and I just want to, and I'll see you in heaven. And uh, forty one said, uh, "I love you too," and those were the last words that he ever spoke. Wow. That's
3: uh tugging on the
0: heartstrings. Getting, yeah. Oh being able gosh. to properly
2: say goodbye, tell everybody you love them. I mean, yeah. man, you're almost, I mean, I'm jealous of that life. Mm-hmm.
0: He lived, a, he oh. lived a wonderful life. He, um, his family, you know, remarks upon the fact of what a, what a good man he was, what a loving and caring man, you know, and it's interesting because this is, he's the last World War II, uh, vet to serve as commander in chief. President, Okay. Think that of
2: the stuff like the he
0: knew. The stuff he knew. No, he's head of the CIA. Oh. He knew lots of stuff. <laughs> he went way
3: back. <laughs> he, Wouldn't you they, love to be able to put them all in a machine and some kind of brain reader and just to find out all the all the secrets that's in that head? Mm-hmm. Any other heads? Actually, oh, I
0: mean, he was a public servant for decades. Uh-huh. I mean, he gave so much. But but you know, started off as a soldier and then went into um, service life as far as like the. Uh, embassies, and then went into the CIA and president. I mean, my gosh, he gave more than most. That's the ah. um,
2: the sci-fi plot we need to write. It's sort of like Inception, mm-hmm. but how do we get into the brain after you've deceased and we can get all that data out of your brain like it's a hard drive? Do you know what I mean? Quick as possible. Like, that's the plot. Yeah. Like, we can't get to it until you pass. Until so you pass. Mm-hmm. And then we got to get a hold of Party's brain, like oh. what's in Party's brain. <laughs> you don't and then we got a deal that can read it.
3: You're like, the horror! The horror. It's sort of like Inception.
2: It's like you're the guy who goes in there. You're going to see some horrible stuff. I
3: was reading um, about death uh, about a couple weeks ago, and they're saying that the brain, when when passing, is conscious enough. They're thinking that long enough for you, if you're lying or in that situation, will remember or not remember. Will hear that person going, "He has passed." So your conscious stays alive in your brain for a short amount of time. So that would be your window, I think.
2: Where well, the brain is still alive, but the heart is stopped. Yeah. Or they yeah. think the brain waves that's stopped. Think. It's still well, there. You know, you hear those people that have a close call. They say they, they saw the lights. They were going down the tunnel, and then they got pulled back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all tell that tale of, of looking down at themselves. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what that was. God, it could be. Isn't that intriguing? That is just
0: it's so has got to be a medical explanation. Oh, I'm sure. There's something that goes on. But yeah, I saw that same thing where they were like, Oh no, you're aware. I'm like, stop reading. I don't want to know anymore. Rather have it just be a surprise." United States postal service is expecting to process more than 6 million packages this month. And they are offering more days to get your gifts out before the holidays. So post offices in Omaha will have extended hours this season from now until Christmas. Post office will be open every Sunday from 1 to 5 p.m. So the last day to ship priority for Christmas is December 22nd. But it's not recommended to wait that long. Are you so. sending out Christmas cards this year, Molly? Absolutely. I don't know. worry. You don't need to get one. What? You don't want one. I never said that once. I, was I just will still send it to you then. Um, of course, you're both on my list. You can look at it and do whatever you want. I don't want to hear what happens afterwards.
2: <laughs> What's the photo? I yeah. haven't
0: taken it yet. I was just thinking about that uh, over the weekend. We finally got the Christmas tree up. I'm like, all right, places, everyone. <laughs> how much
2: easier it is to take the family Christmas photo. I mean, you just have to hire somebody. I know. Oh, yeah. and just do it all right
3: there. It seems like in, in, in years past, Molly, all you really have is Declan and Mara on them. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm never, not Never myself. the family.
3: It's a family Christmas. So I've always was curious about that. Why you don't put yourself and Peter uh, in there and, and the family cat.
0: Well, I mean, I could add Murray for sure, uh, but I would definitely say that if I wanted my husband to get really upset with me around the holidays, I would include a photo of him, of him on the card. Yeah, he not he's not a big photo guy, so uh, probably just stick with the kids, and uh, maybe I'll add the cat just for a little extra flavor this year. Uh, the ninth-ranked Creighton's women's volleyball season ended Saturday, but Nebraska is advancing to the NCAA tournament. The Blue Jays lost in three straight sets to Washington, uh, and in in the second round. But the Huskers beat Hofstra and Missouri in straight sets Friday and Saturday.
2: Played the last and home game, so now they go to the Sweet 16. So all the Creighton fans now are jumping on board. Nebraska, you bet. Made Kentucky a on Friday
0: in Minneapolis. So that's our next. That's the next bout.
2: Let's get a national championship.
0: So uh and then uh the college football playoff semifinals are all set. Oklahoma's in Ohio State and Georgia are out of the college uh, football playoffs so it'll be top ranked Alabama facing number four Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl in Miami and then second ranked Clemson plays number three Notre Dame at the Cotton Bowl in it'll Dallas. Be, it'll
3: be between uh Alabama and Clemson. I hope they change it later as uh, soon it'll and be, just, be like, Alabama standard, bl- obliterating you know. them. I don't um, know.
2: We'll see. UCF um, though went undefeated again. So back to back seasons with yeah, that right. back to with the, uh, backup quarterback who's a stud. So
3: <laughs> they are all studs. There. It's it, that game. I don't know how many people watches it. Or watch it. You know. We, we obviously watched it. Was so fantastic. I was so sad to see that they um, at halftime of that game that they were <laughs> they look like they were done. Um, They're going to have their first loss, and because. Uh, uh, their starter, uh, Kenzie, wasn't there. He, you know, blasted his knee out the week before. And then when they came back the second half, I was like, man, that is how you, that is a team.
2: Did your eyes get shiny? They
3: were about to get shiny. <laughs> They're about to get shiny.
2: And a year ago uh, you were balling. We all oh, were balling. Because a uh, year ago, Saturday, when Scott Frost finished that game. Yeah, and and ESPN. Remember, they blurted the news before the game was even over. Yeah. Scott Frost take the what we all knew is mm-hmm. coming to Nebraska, and then they jammed a microphone in his face. Congratulations, coach! You went undefeated. What do you have to say about rumors you're going to Nebraska? And he was like, his eyes were shiny, and he was like, I'm just so proud of these guys. Cool. I just want to have this moment. He goes. I want to go celebrate Saturday, with my team. I want to celebrate my main team. They said Saturday. They go. You know, Scott Frost and those coaches are watching this game in Lincoln. Oh, you bet. Tonight, how proud they are to see him do it again. Yeah, and it's so similar to what's uh,
3: what's happening here in Lincoln. We'll see what happens with that. Of course, different different deal. But uh, yeah, I don't know how oh, good man. are we gonna get.
0: Oh man,
3: I can't wait. <laughs> Football so- season's over for us already. Damn it. But anyway, go December
0: ahead. 29th is when yeah. the two bowl games and then the the big champ national championship is January 7th. So all that's still to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Millennials have uh, been blamed for killing off numerous ind- uh, industries since entering the workforce. They've talked about the casual restaurant dining, starter houses. There was talk last week of Christmas trees. Well, there could be a good reason for it. They're not making very much money. Millennials are poorer than previous generations, according to a Federal Reserve study. They examined the spending, income, debt, net worth, demographics, all that kind of stuff. And what they come to find out is, is that millennials are less financially well off than members of earlier generations, like Gen
2: X. There were, I mean, because yep. we were all poor. Nope, Not very they're, much. They're
0: even worse off than we were. Really, lower earnings, fewer assets, less wealth. So they really are pinching pennies and scrimping and saving to get through. Uh, Millennials consumption habits are actually similar to those of their parents and grandparents. It's just they have less money to spend overall. So they're still trying to buy the same things, you know, cars and whatnot. But the problem is, is that they're they're basically they're poor to give them all raises. Lower earnings, fewer assets, less
3: wealth. Lower earnings. Even, I mean, from the time that we were their age, minimum wage has gone up considerably. But um, you have
0: to look at the adjust, like, for the cost of living.
3: I mean, It's such a large, you know, venue of people in, this gener- in, in that generation that, yeah, it's going to pare it down probably a little bit more yeah. so. I just, I don't know. What are we supposed to do?
0: It's a, They say the differences in the average age and then the differences of the average income, that's basically what it comes down to. It's not that all, any of us were like rolling in it, but they are facing, I guess, bigger challenges, economically speaking. So
2: give them a break.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, even though it's constantly it like every week they're coming out. One with- more week. Yeah. something else um they said fewer financial obstacles though of Millennials bra the they were looking at the health care expenditures the rising cost in college tuition outpaced um the general inflation so that was the other thing that you know previous generations avoided in their young adulthood that Millennials are kind of getting strapped with right now that is your news update on Oma's number one hit music station channel 941 one. Channel. This is the one and only The Big Party Morning Show. Someone this
3: weekend asked how the diaper drive went. I'm like, no, you guys, it's not happening yet. But I they mean, thought it was over. Yeah. yeah we have yeah. to remember. You got to pick them up. This is the time where you're picking them up and gathering them. Uh, so if you, if you thought for one second that the diaper drive was this past weekend, it wasn't.
2: Well, I think you know, the, the, so. the reminder is a lot of yeah. people don't know what it is. Yeah, we get right. so I stuck in our own mind. Mm-hmm. People might be new to this. What is a diaper drive? It is a moment in time.
3: We do this every single year. What we do is uh, we collect diapers uh, for the uh, the working poor, but more so also for the. Uh, and this is how it all started: uh, the women and the children of the Lydia House. All right, they're uh, women and children there right now. Uh, that uh, that are running from, you know, d- situations. I mean, if you're running from a situation, you know it must be desperate enough to get safe, all right? So a lot of them are running, and so what we do is we uh, get all these diapers collected from the community, and then we give it to those guys, all right, so they can have it. Because a lot of times what's happening in uh, you know, those situations is that they are, uh, especially during Christmas— Uh, uh, prescriptions come first, and then maybe the holidays would be some toys. But these diapers on these babies and kids um, are being reused or maybe used too much, uh, too long. Um, And it's just it was a situation that we've uh, conquered. Like when we first started this thing, uh, we were on our sixteenth year. Mm -hmm. um, I think the goal then was thirty six thousand diapers, and now the need has become so much greater. I believe it was even smaller the first year. Oh, it was tiny.
2: So, yeah, But no. to be realistic, we're in a cluster of radio stations, so yeah. all the other radio stations already did a, a charity, and so the bit was, what are you guys going to do? Diapers! Yeah. Um, we didn't start this radio station, we were just the second ever morning show, yeah. so we yeah. came in, me I and Party that. get this gig, and they're like, well, you guys need to launch a big new charity. And we were like, okay, what is it? And they're like, well, we've done this diaper drive, but it's really, fa- it doesn't, it's not really drawing people in. It's it's not connecting. And we're like, well, diaper drives doesn't sound very exciting. Why don't we just raise toys and turkeys and stuff? They're like, well, everybody else already does that.
3: We already We've gone up, to right? the
2: Open Door Mission. We asked them, do you need toys? Do you need this? And they I'm said, like, look, the good. one thing we need... It's diapers. We spend a ton of money down at the Open Door Mission on diapers. They're like, could you do a diaper drive? I know it doesn't sound very exciting. Yeah. So we've had to build this thing from scratch. People want to run out and we've noticed this through the years. Even when we ask for diapers, they show up with toys. Mm-hmm. Or they you know, they want to get baby clothes. Yeah, they want to All give. the fun stuff that you'd want to get for your your nieces and nephews. And it's like, no, these kids need diapers. So it took a while to get legs and get it rolling. And maybe it took us four or five seasons But we really got this thing kicking along where we shot over a hundred thousand. And then now the last two years, we've raised a million diapers, not because of what we're doing right now. All you people, all these people listening, bring us a million diapers. It's pretty cool. It's this genuine little charity that you don't really see. I don't think there's anything like it around the country. This big?
3: No, absolutely, Jeff. This is probably, I'm If you break
2: down the amount of diapers we've raised for the size of the city- over a three-day period, we're raising mm-hmm. a million diapers, and we provide for five different diaper depots that everyone can access if you're the working poor. Last year, we had enough of a surplus to send them um, two years ago down to the Hurricanes oh. in, in Houston.
3: Yeah. Yes, there was extra. Well, it wasn't even extra. There's just we had them for emergencies or, or whatever it. the case is. So this know.
2: weekend, you can go shop, go see your, your Christmas movies, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But come see us a weekend after the next, December 14th, 15th, and 16th. It'll take you just a moment. Roll through, check out the diaper drive, throw a package of diapers out the window, see what we look like. I'm sure you're like, how ugly are these people? Man, I I Seriously, they have
0: to be terrifying.
2: Right. (laughs) Every year we get bigger, but so does the diaper drive. (laughs) And then go on your way, and you really will feel good about yourself. I don't think anybody ever leaves the diaper drive not touched. Um, People come back.
3: Oh, yeah, because they feel uh, as if whatever they brought wasn't enough. Yeah, I mean, we've had several moments of maybe it's a person, a, a single mom, or whoever brought one package, leaves and comes back and mm-hmm. digs out money from wherever they can get and give them their last cent that they have. And there's also been companies that have brought like three thousand diapers, left and was like, I feel like that wasn't enough, and they went and got more diapers. I mean, it's just amazing how this thing all comes. That's together, cool to see. You know, right. and I think those this are is those the- moments
2: where you're like, I already saw you here. This has to and be. They're the like, way. yeah. I circled back. I figured I wanted to give more. That's the deal. We were like, yeah, awesome. It's Christmas. I know. Got everyone coming
3: together. It's going to be great. I mean, I know it's going to be cold outside, and uh, you know, maybe
0: it's cold outside.
3: We've seen it all. We've <laughs> felt it all, and uh, yeah, it's just for some reason, um, the temperatures don't matter for anyone, including you guys that come out there. You know, so yeah, do what you can. Now, high V right now, you, if you're going to go shop at High V at any Omaha. Or Council Buffs location, they have vouchers there. It's simple. Um, what's going to happen is you're going to go through your line. You just got to say, hey, I want to uh, get one of those $10 diaper drive vouchers or $20 vi- uh, diaper drive vouchers. And they'll use that money uh, towards purchase of diapers and give it to us in bulk, which is it's a lot easier done. as well. So you don't it's have to think easy. so much about that. Just say, you know.
2: can, you, can you tack on 10 more to your bill? Can you tack on 20 more to your bill? Yeah, you tag on as much as you want. Buy as many vouchers as you want. Then you don't even have to come see us. Yeah, it's a moment, man. But I kind of think it's important to physically, if you can, especially yeah. if you have kids, to cruise through and let your kids get out of the car real quick and throw them in the truck. How cool There's is something that? about it. Kids mm-hmm. like big machinery. <laughs> they like big trucks. I every uh, year I'm am amazed how big. Um, these semi-trucks are that we see all oh, all over the roads every day. Never like, know what's in how it. How massive, how much they can hold. <laughs> we got these two big Werner trucks, and when you look at them and they're completely empty on Friday morning, yeah, you're like, how are we ever going to fill one of these? <laughs> then it's filled. You're like... I know. <laughs> and then Holy when smokes. we're closing the doors on the first truck... Yeah. It's usually pretty amazing. You're like, holy cow. All right, so we, we filled it. one. Are we going to fill the second? Yeah. Hopefully we need three.
3: And watching these little kids walk across the parking lot is always awesome because they're carrying boxes bigger than them. And oh they got
2: God. all their little kid voices. Yeah. They're like, I here to bring diapers. <laughs> we jam a camera in their face and say the same thing to every kid. What are you here for? And they're like, don't bring diapers. And they're like, why does Molly smell so bad? I'm like, hey, it's okay.
0: Oh,
2: Mouthballs are nice.
0: Absolutely, like that's not
2: Molly. That's one of the beef
0: dancers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's Doug, mothball Doug. Hello, you're listening to the
3: Big Party Morning Show. All right, celebrity news, Molly. What's up?
0: Well, Meghan Markle has been in the news quite a bit uh, for a lot of not great reasons recently. I guess the latest is that the Duchess. Has had her uh, assistant quit after just six months on the job.
2: The, the scuttlebutt they say is that Kate and Meghan are fighting. That right. They've never got along, Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. So is this this does this key into that?
0: Well, I think part of it is the fact that Meghan Markle is having a little bit of an adjustment period uh, with the Royals. She is used to her California Hollywood go 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 lifestyle, and from reports that I've been reading, she gets up early. And mad text people, you know, about stuff for the day before some of them have even gotten out of bed and the royals aren't used to that. Neither are neither is the royal staff. So apparently this uh, former assistant, after just six months, she found the job to be too demanding. She left her in tears uh, a friend said that sh- uh, that Meghan Markle's assistant put up with quite a lot. Things came to a head, and it was easier for them both to go their separate ways. So that's uh. just
2: Megan's means. So then, what about this story? They're saying that Buckingham Palace, w- which they rarely do, they unofficially uh, responded to the tabloids, saying that this fight between the two isn't what it what it is. That's
3: what I figured.
0: They're saying it there would was
2: be. a giant, supposedly a giant fight between yes. the two of them, Apparently and that they this- haven't spoke to each other since.
0: Mm. There was some unpleasantness back before the wedding. Um, So when Meghan Markle was getting married, you know, the little bridesmaids in royal weddings are traditionally the little girls. So her soon to be niece, Princess Charlotte, was getting fitted for her bridesmaid dress and apparently things got pretty unpleasant and uh, left Kate Middleton in tears. Which you don't want to make the future Queen of England cry. I yeah, would imagine she'll her. remember that.
2: That's probably um, a lot of it would be difficult for the two of them to be friends. Yeah, just with all the attention that they paid. They're probably to Kate Middleton, it. and then they replace her with Meghan Markle. And you know
3: what? There are a lot of women out there and men in marriages that don't get along with the uh, their brother's wife or their sister's husband. You know, it's just, yeah,
0: the in laws. Yeah, I think the you know. thing that's so hard is that you know. Prince William and Prince Harry have always been this package deal, especially oh, yeah. since their mother passed away. they live together? And you now think that, they would bring ladies, that they're moving. Bring uh, ladies into the fold that get along. Amen. I mean,
2: if Meghan Markle's the fourth one in, he should have made sure she gelled. Yeah. That's on and him. And I
0: think she did. From all reports, last Christmas, everything was great. But then apparently as it led up to the wedding... I don't know if Meghan Markle was just, she knows her mind. She expresses her opinion. Maybe she, you know, she's an American. There's probably a way of doing things that is a British way that she was unfamiliar with. And it's a lot more polished and polite or a lot more, you know, have it go through the proper channels. And Meghan is not clued into that. So there's a pretty big learning curve.
2: I liked them as a threesome when it was Kate and William and Harry. Me too. They yeah, got along. Yeah, so when did. you saw Meghan, you're like, oh, that's going to be the coolest foursome. Right. Like hanging out. They're young. Everybody's pretty.
0: They're moving. Did you see that? So uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are leaving Kensington Palace and moving to Windsor. So they're kind of breaking up the the gang. Um, so that has also been reported. Is there that, a reason you know, Why? Well, they said that they were doing this, you know, Prince William and um, uh, Kate Middleton did the same thing when they were expecting their first child, they left London and went to the country. So some people are like, hey, you're reading too much into this, but the timing, you know, obviously. So what would happen is the two princes for the first time would not have a shared court. So okay. that's the other thing. People are reading into this, like, why are they dissolving all these joint ventures of theirs? And some say this is just the natural growing pains of the fact mm. that Prince William's going to be king of England and things are going to change. He's not always going to be yeah. his brother's wingman. You know
3: what? I'm He's- surprised that, that I'm doing this good of a job caring.
0: Right. You're doing great. I actually thought we're you were. Fainting interest,
2: but it's, it's fading.
0: Well, <laughs> You're doing so good up until the end. No, you're right. You doing so you're
2: right. You're right. You're doing
0: so great. Uh, big um, wedding news. Uh, that's the other thing. Meghan Markle and oh. Prince Harry are, were expected maybe at this big celebrity wedding over the weekend, but were did not go. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Champra got married in an elaborate Indian ceremony over the weekend in India. Uh, it was both a Christian ceremony on Saturday, and then on Sunday they had the Hindu portion of of the ceremonies. Since they're you know merging their two different families and their two different lifestyle you know religious backgrounds, so Nick Jonas is twenty six, Priyanka's thirty six, and she's good friends with uh, Meghan Markle.
2: And they had so- a, a a huge Bollywood style dance off.
0: Yes, <laughs> God, how it's how like cool out was of that? a movie.
2: You know how yeah. all those movies always go into a weird. Dance.
0: A dance. Indian thing. weddings yeah. are so beautiful. It's just so colorful. I mean, it's just absolutely breathtaking um, how celebratory and vibrant it is. So, I guess on Saturday, they had a pretty traditional Christian uh, wedding where he, they both wore Ralph Lauren. So, she was wearing the white wedding dress and he was wearing, I believe, a white tuxedo. But then on Sunday, for the Hindu ceremony, costume changes. Everybody places, everyone, places. Lots of celebrities on hand, and Nick Jonas and uh, Priyanka have already stepped out for the first time as a married couple. So um, oh, wow. it's pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm,
3: very strange it's celebration. It's really yeah.
0: cool. It's so cool. Have how have
3: seen it, it's weird. It's like I'm watching a concert right now um, with cool. their They're dance celebrities. Up, so it's know? like, you know,
0: of course, they probably Didn't have much. power dancers in there, both of their crews. Uh, Taylor Swift, breaking her own record. She has become uh, the Reputation Stadium Tour is the highest grossing U.S. tour, bringing in $266.1 million just domestically. That's over 2 million tickets sold, and she was on tour from May through October. So that's a lot of money to be raking up in less than a year. Um, and the Rolling Stones originally held the, uh, the title for a tour that they had back in 2007. That was $245 million, And she went ahead and topped that. And uh, Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. Tweeted support for each other over the weekend. After uh, Lady Gaga once called Perry so mean. In a 2016 text to, uh, to friend Kesha. Um, but they're standing together. After a lot of the Dr. Luke documents. From his trial got uh, unsealed. Okay. So the ladies are, are having each other's backs on all of this. I think they really wanted them to stay sealed because they shared a lot of private information. Um, But now I guess that's all out there for anyone to read. Uh, Gaga said that we've matured, gotten over the past, love each other and share deep respect. Katie's my friend and truly is a kind soul. End of story. So I guess they're putting their differences behind them. Uh, And Ariana Grande has uh, supplanted Selena Gomez as the most streamed Spotify artist in the world. I think what helped put her over the top was that thank you next video she dropped on Friday. So Ariana Grande has broken the record for the most monthly listeners on Spotify by a female artist in history, 46.9 million. So she's having a good go of it. That's your celebrity news update on OMA's number one hit music station, channel 94.1. 24-1.